Hey y'all, my name is Briley Casanova and I am a mental performance coach. I help athletes reach their full potential while working through mental challenges within their sport. For example, I help athletes learn how to perform better under pressure, whether that's learning how to see competition differently with mindset shifts or learning relaxation or energy management techniques. I also help with goal setting, leadership, maintaining focus, and overcoming fear. My goal is to help others find their inner confidence and self-trust, which hopefully leads to further success and joy in their sport. Let's get started with today's episode. All right, y'all. So today, um, I really wanted to talk about how to balance sports and life, whether that's school or work or um, any other activities that you guys do. Um, actually, I didn't decide to talk about this initially. This topic today, I want to give a huge shout out to Riley on Instagram. She's been a follower of mine for a while, and I have actually coached her at um, LSU Gym Camp a couple times over the past uh, two years, I guess. I think I've, yeah, I've only done two camps there. So um, thank you to Riley for, you know, inspiring today's discussion. I really, really appreciate it. And in the future, if any of you guys, whether you're on my Facebook, my Instagram, Twitter, if you want to just email me, uh, or if you follow me on Patreon, you can, you know, reach out to me directly there. Give me some feedback on what topics you want me to talk about in the future. So um, I want to be here for you guys. I I talk to y'all. Y'all are the ones who I'm speaking directly to. You know, my audience is, you know, that's that's the key. I want to engage with you guys and, you know, hear from you, but also give you guys some some of my knowledge and experience um, in that way. So feel free to, you know, send me a message on any one of those platforms. My my direct messages are open. My everything should be public. So um, hopefully they work. And if not, you can always send me an email and um, I will get back to you as soon as I can. So thank you in advance if you decide to send me any topics. But for now, let's go ahead and jump into some of my uh, my tips on balancing sports and life. You know, I've had to do a lot of, you know, personal soul searching and thinking about this topic before today. Um, and really, I think a lot of my my tips, I have 10 in total. Um, I'm just going to kind of walk through each of them. But I, I really didn't do much actual like research. I really just kind of went off of my experience for this episode. So um, I don't know if this will be relevant to everyone. But this is just kind of what I've taken away from having to balance, you know, Um, collegiate gymnastics with, you know, my undergraduate academic career. Um, And, you know, even moving beyond that, I've had to learn how to balance, you know, making time for exercise and those kinds of, you know, physical activity on top of work and stuff. And especially given that right now, as of recording, we're in this time of, you know, self-isolation and quarantining with the, with the whole COVID-19 going on, you know, so um, that's been an interesting, you know, finding that balance because we're now all just in our homes right now, at least for the most part. Um, finding that balance of, you know, work and, and leisure, you know, being in the same place all the time um, and not, you know, going to an office or going to class like that, you know, that kind of disturbs, you know, at least my routine. I don't know about you, but I feel like I imagine that most people kind of ha- have had their, their routines a little bit disturbed. But hopefully today's episode or pep talk rather... Um, gives you guys some tips on how to balance, you know, your physical activity or your sport or other activity and, you know, life outside of that. So starting with tip number one, what I have here, and this is what I tell all my clients pretty much across the board, no matter what um, issue they're going through, it's prioritize what's important. 
And an, and an acronym I like to um, use for that is WIN. So W-I-N stands for what's important now. So um, I like to tell all my clients to either, you know, write that down on a piece of paper they can see all the time, whether that's keeping that in their locker at school or at practice um, or writing it on their hand or, you know, somewhere where you can see it all the time. That's something that I think helps rem give a reminder of, you know, prioritizing what is important. And what's important is usually what you have to do right in that moment. Um, but really a place to start is just identifying with what needs to get done today and then tomorrow and then later in the week. So prioritize what you need to do today. You know, taking life day by day, that's I think, you know, step one to, you know, finding balance in your life, you know, no matter what you do. And this goes beyond athletics and sports. Um, and I don't, I don't think this is a form of procrastination, but really it's the point with this is just making sure you know what needs to get done now as opposed to what can actually wait until a later time. And just, I think that will help keep you on track, you know, with your goals. Um, cause we all should hopefully have goals written down or, you know, kept in our head somewhere. Um, so it keeps you in touch with your goals and also balancing your sport or activity with the rest of your life responsibilities, you know, um, Everyone has different responsibilities depending on our age and our chapter in life. Um, so I don't know. I think that's just important to keep track of. And, and my opinion is, you know, planning too far ahead, at least for me, can feel overwhelming sometimes. So working step by step with what you can immediately accomplish and then moving on to the next task, I think, is most helpful, at least for me in my mindset with finding that balance. So that's tip number one. Prioritize what's important. Tip number two that I have here is focus on one task at a time. So I, I kind of took that initial um, tip and took it a little bit of a step further. And so um, one task at a time or one thing at a time, there's another acronym that um, my my college teammates and I used back in, you know, our college gymnastics days, and that's OTAT. O-T-A-T. So one thing at a time. Um, that's another thing you can, you know, write down somewhere where you can see it just if you need that basic reminder um, it's just a short little acronym. I, I like acronyms, you know, for that purpose. It's, it's short, it's simple, but it's a just such, it carries such weight as a reminder in, you know, balancing life with sports or work or school or whatever activities that you have, um, have to require or are required to, to fulfill. Um, and I'm unfortunately victim of, you know, overthinking. I, my mind tends to go really, really fast. And I, I think about the details and I think about everything to the point where it's like analysis or paralysis by analysis. Um, so in other words, overthinking doesn't usually help anyone. So allowing yourself permission to focus on that one thing at a time is not only more attainable, but the quality of work that you do will most likely be done at a higher level since all of your attention and focus is on one thing as opposed to 50 different things. So an example here is like, thinking about math homework or anything, anything but, you know, whether you're throwing a football or flipping on a beam or, you know, you're at the mercy of wrestling another person, you're up against a, a different individual if you're a wrestler. Um, that's not very safe or an efficient way of improving your skill level. So um, I guess a question I have for you, if you're not completely sold on that idea, is when has overthinking or multitasking truly helped you? And I'm not asking you that, like looking for a particular answer, because, um, you know, if it helps you, then that's great. I mean, more power to you. But 
I think a more efficient use of your time and in order to save your energy is to take one step or one thing at a time. So again, tip number two, focus on one task at a time and remember that um, acronym OTAT if, if that's helpful for you. So moving on to tip number three, um, something I do, again, this is something I do like all day, every day. I keep a checklist of things that I actually need to do and like uh, what are my daily goals. So by physically writing down um, a goal and being able to cross it off or check it off of that list, like each thing you accomplish, I think there's something psychologically pleasing about the act of like crossing something off a list or, you know, checking it off or erasing it after you've completed it. I I can't explain it. I'm sure there's science to back that up if you want to look into that. But um, I'm a list person, like whether that's a grocery list or just a task list of everything I need to do in a day, um, you know, no matter how mundane it is, like if you need to write down that you need to take a shower or you need to eat a meal or, you know, drink your water, like do that. I think the more the more you can like write down and be able to cross off and keep track of in that way, there's something psychologically pleasing about like achieving a goal or accomplishing a task, you know. Um, so that's tip number three. Keep a checklist of things you need to do and your daily goals. So moving into step number four or tip number four, rather, um, schedule everything. So so this is taking that checklist to the, another level. It's it's making time and putting on a calendar or a schedule um, everything that you have to do, including your free time. So if, you know, planning free time, I think that's been something that I've had to, you know, le- learn and figure out on my own with um, having more of it lately. Um, and that's not just since retiring from, from gymnastics, but um, that's just with like, um, you know, where we are right now in the world, you know, I find that I have a a little bit more free time, but I've also been feeling really productive because I've planned accordingly, you know, so, um, have a planner or calendar that you can easily access and get reminders from. So if you're, if you're on your phone all the time and you want to keep your calendar on your phone, great. That's what I do because I like how I get like notified when I have things coming up or like 10 minutes before I have to do something or even 30 minutes before, like if I have to drive somewhere, Um, I like having that reminder because I can't, I already overthink everything to the point where I I forget a lot. So I'm not, sometimes writing stuff down for me, if it's short enough, if it's a short list, then that's fine. But I do like having everything written on my phone and my calendar and, you know, setting those reminders to go with it. But whatever you can do, like if you like keeping everything in one place, like in one journal or a notebook or like a a handheld calendar, um, you know, do that too. If that works for you, then, you know, take advantage of it. But the point is, um, you know, schedule everything, you know, by the hour or by the minute, because the more you can schedule everything, um, once you've accomplished a task, it's like you're done with it and you look at the next thing, you know, you don't get um, caught up in, you know, hope- hopefully it's it's a more simple way to stay organized and you can look at, you know, what you've done at the end of the day and you actually see that, like, oh, I do have time for like watching Netflix or, you know, eating dinner or um, you know, working out or condi- like doing extra conditioning, you know, or I don't know, you know, fill in the blank there with whatever your needs are, your goals are, because everyone has, you know, depending on different sports, some, you know, the requirements are different. And some kids have, you know, two a day practices, and some have just one block of time where they practice. So, you know, fill in the blanks with, you know, your daily needs there. So again, tip number four is schedule everything, including free time. Uh, 
sorry, I keep saying step, I feel I, I mean tip. When I say step, I mean tip. <laughs> so tip number five that I have here is reevaluate your already existing checklist and goals and being open to change them if needed. And this is another thing that I talk about a lot with my clients at Complete Performance Coaching. Um, you know, sometimes it's great to have like really solid goals to commit to and, you know, just having that commitment to a goal is super important. And this is not to say that I want you to, you know, step back from things you've committed to, but sometimes, and, and you guys know this best, you know, I'm not here to tell you when to reevaluate. You more, more than I will know when it's time to maybe change a goal or reevaluate a goal. And I think that's part of like the challenge that comes with sports. But you guys, I think listening are smart enough and experienced enough to know when it's time to maybe reevaluate. Um, you know, it's in the moment, you know, every day is, is different. Um, not every day is always going to be the same. There's going to be external circumstances that are out of your control where you're going to have to be flexible, like literally and figuratively. So you're going to have to adapt and sometimes you're gonna have to change your goals. Like I'm sure all the Olympic athletes right now, um, you know, the Olympic hopefuls with the trials coming up this year. Now, you know, the whole, um, you know, the Olympics have been officially pushed back to 2021. At this point, we don't know exactly what month or when it's going to happen. But thinking about all those Olympic athletes right now, um, you know, they're going to have to do some some goal changes, I'm sure. And, and you know, I, I can't, you know, I don't have the one-on-one -on -one facts to say that that's true. But from my experience and what I can imagine and, and interpret from all of this stuff going on is there you know, they're probably doing some reevaluations of where they need to be with their, you know, sporting career and their conditioning level and their, you know, fitness and their, you know, injury status. There's a whole bunch of stuff like that that's out of their control that they're going to have to, you know, adapt to and change. So hopefully that's a good example of, you know, just like an external circumstance where you're going to have to make that call and maybe change some of your goals in, in one way or another. So again, tip number five, reevaluate your already existing checklist and goals and be open to change them if needed. So we'll go ahead and move on to tip number six here. And this is something that I don't think is talked about enough. And this is, you know, one of my, um, I, one of my thoughts that I feel quite passionate about because I've, you know, gone through my athletic career and this is something I wish I did more of. So, so tip six is celebrate your victories. And I, I, I really mean that seriously. And this is going to probably have to be one of those things where, um, you're going to have to do a mindset shift or you're going to have to mentally adjust to the idea of celebrating your victories, celebrating the good times. It's, it's, you know, the instances of, you know, throwing a party, even when things are aren't necessarily perfect but you have to realize sometimes where you actually did well and you just have to give yourself credit so um i don't know you know fill in fill in the blank there with an example from your life you know either way i encourage you to have fun and enjoy your successes this is where you like allow yourself to get wrapped up in the good stuff and move on from the bad stuff so with that being said, this is going to take you learning from your mistakes and celebrating your wins. And a win doesn't always mean first place. Sometimes a win is um, like if you go, if you go to practice and, and you're injured or if you go to practice and you're not feeling your best, um, you know, maybe you did a really great um, 
a, a great floor routine and your legs were really sore from conditioning the day before or two days before um i don't know you know again it's like maybe you had the best meet of your life and you you've done the exact best that you could and you did everything your coaches told you to do or your your team did like worked so seamlessly and perfectly with each other you know um and maybe the other team still won or the other person still won um those are the instances where sometimes you're gonna have to accept that you've done everything you could and you're allowed to celebrate that and celebrating where you've done well where you've succeeded where you've achieved a goal you know it's not always going to look super pretty or perfect but i always say you know sports are about the journey so enjoy the journey and enjoy the process and um you know learn from the mistakes but and don't let them you know get you so down on yourself to the point where you're not enjoying it anymore because um the joy of sports is you know that keeps you that keeps you going and it it you know it adds to the, your experience so again tip number 6 is you know it, is celebrate your victories. Um, you know, again, this whole podcast concept is pursuing excellence, right? So I like to say, you know, pursue excellence over perfection. Um, so I want to end on that note with, you know, enjoy the process and the journey of your sport experience. So again, tip number six, celebrate your victories. Let's go ahead and talk about tip number seven that I have here. So this is something, again, I don't think is really talked about much, but it's so important to do. So tip seven I have is surround yourself with mentors, leaders, and other people who keep you on track and accountable for reaching your goals. So I encourage you to be decisive with who you spend your time with. So spend your time with people who add to your life rather than distract you or take you away from your journey. You know, it, it takes it truly takes a village to raise a high level athlete. And I'm sure you know you have your village, you have your circle of people, whether it's maybe your parents, um, your siblings, your cousins, your your friends, you know, um, your classmates, your teammates. It's it, it truly does take more than just like your immediate family to 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 raise you and to to be a successful athlete. I mean, think of at least the people I think of too are my my teachers from school, my physical therapists, doctors, um, you know, you name it, dentists, and just the fans that um, show up to gymnastics meets or, you know, whatever sporting event um, that you're a part of, whatever sport or, you know, whatever level you are, you know, choose your circle wisely. You have to be decisive with who you spend your time with outside of your sport because there's going to be a lot, you know, there's going to be a lot of people in your sport or in your, your life that, that will take away from you and will drain your energy. So, be mindful about who you spend your time with both during and outside all of, you know, your life activities, you know, um, like I said, it takes a village. So choose your village wisely because you have complete and total control of that. Now also be willing, you have to be willing to put up with the, the non-supportive people or the distracting people, but, um, you can limit your time with them and you can learn to be kind and civil and, you know, you have to be willing to deal with that as well. But when it comes to who you are choosing to surround yourself with, be mindful of that. You know, pick people, you know, surround yourself with people that are, are better than you and maybe even smarter than you. Like, the more people like that you surround yourself with, I think the better you'll be able to balance your life um, with your sport. So, again, tip number seven, surround yourself with mentors, leaders, and other people who keep you accountable for reaching your goals. Let's move on to tip number eight. We're almost done here, you guys. I know I've been talking a lot um, and I've been talking a little fast, but I'll try and, um, you know, get us through the rest of these tips. So here's tip number eight, and this is get help when you need it. So 
Um, I mean that in the sense of across your life, because if, if, if one area of your life is, you know, not going so great, but everything else is, if you keep letting that one aspect of your life, like maybe it's just school, maybe your, you know, sports going great, you know, you have a great time with your coaches and teammates and parents and everything else is good. But if school, if you, if you're having a really tough time, maybe with this one subject or this one assignment and you let that, you know, fester and that trickle into other things, by the time you realize you needed help or support, it's like you've gotten to this point where you beat yourself up so much or things have gone, you know, down the, downhill and you you don't know where to even start and sometimes you get to a point where you don't even know why you're mad or upset or sad or just overwhelmed so the earlier on you can realize when you need help or need assistance like if you surround yourself with those mentors like I was just talking about or those really good helpful positive people that are in your life the earlier on you reach out to them and get help when you need it the early the easier it is to keep your life you know all balanced and everything is you know regulated and monitored and and it's all under your control. So, um, you know, tip number eight, I'll just, you know, I'll just keep it there. Get help when you need it. I feel like that's not talked about enough. So, um, again, you guys know what that means, hopefully, in your own personal life. But um, that's my, my tip number eight that I have for you. So, tip number nine, and you guys are probably already really good at this, but I like to reinforce it. Um, tip number nine, have a daily routine and stick with it. So, committing to a, a daily routine... Um, even if every other day is different, like if you have, if you do a certain thing on a Monday and a certain Tuesday and a certain Wednesday, as long as you know what each routine is for each day of the week, the more you can stick to that and commit to that, the better off you'll be in terms of, you know, staying organized, you know, with your planner and your goals, the easier it will be, um, you know, to stay focused and, you know, achieve success that way. And, um, you know, it's a lot harder to get distracted when you already have everything kind of lined up and planned out for yourself, you know? So the, the, the more of a habit you can make about having a daily routine and sticking with it, the closer you will be to, you know, creating positive habits for yourself towards, you know, pursuing excellence. <laughs> uh, I like to get the name of my podcast in here every once in a while. So um, again, not only will it be easier for you to get tasks done, but you'll you'll be able to enjoy your free time more. So if you have that daily routine and stick with it, it'll make the, you know, your free time that much more enjoyable and that much sweeter um, when you, you plan for that. So we'll go ahead and move on to my final tip of our pep talk today. Um, and this is like, if you want to take your life to the next level, like if you want to really not just have balance in your, your athletic career or work or your life, you know, your personal life, um, this is taking it to the next level. So tip 10 I have is get ahead of your schedule. So doing things when you feel good and are less stressed is, you know, such a great, you know, next level approach to attacking and keeping control of your life and in sports. So plan ahead for things to randomly come up, you know, plan for those distractions and incidentals. So um, again, if you plan ahead for those kinds of things, the easier it will be to like stick to that and remain, you know, calm underneath that, you know, like any surprises that come along the way. So with this, the kind of mindset I like to have is, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. If, if something doesn't get done, um, don't beat yourself up over it, but make sure that you don't let the small stuff become big stuff in a negative way. So kind of like I was saying earlier, like if you're having trouble with a class or a certain topic, um, it's, you know, it's getting that tutoring because, you know, small stuff can become big, good stuff. Just use your best judgment to know the difference of when it's going to either become good stuff or not good stuff. 
you know? So I don't know. I guess another example I can think of is like when you're doing laundry, sometimes it's better to get ahead of it before it all piles up and you have no choice but to dedicate like a whole day of doing several loads when you could have done a lot more smaller loads when you had extra free time earlier in the week. You know what I mean? So hopefully that's like a, a, a visual representation of, you know, getting ahead of your schedule. Like before the laundry piles up and overflows your laundry basket, you know, maybe get it when it's half full, you know, before it's, you know, become a huge mountain. If you know, you know, ahead of time and making room in, in your, in your uh, laundry, your washing machine ahead of time, you know, sometimes it's better to do stuff in smaller loads than one big old load at the same time. You know, it's a little less uh, overwhelming. So again, tip number 10 to end on is to get ahead of your schedule. So doing things when you're feeling good already and are already in a less stressed state. So with all of those tips being said, I'm going to go ahead and close out here by saying thank you so much for listening. Please check out my social media platforms. You can find me on Patreon, and that's where I post exclusive updates, and you have the chance to give me feedback for future episodes. You just search Briley Casanova on there on Patreon, and you should find me. The cover, the cover page is the same as my podcast um, picture, so it should be pretty easy to find. You can also find me on Instagram at mentalcoachbriley, and you can DM me there anytime. You can also DM me on Twitter um, at mentalcoachbry. Um, my DMs across all my platforms are open, and if those happen to not work for you or you want something even more private, uh, you can send me an email at briley at completeperformancecoaching.com. So feel free to reach out with questions and feedback you have. Your input is valuable and important to me, so please help contribute to my growth and knowledge. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in my next episode.